0: Hey everyone, from that clickety-clack sound, it's time for TV Oblivion, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 15, season 1. Today's date is September 3rd, 2022, and thank you for joining me today. Uh, Here is today's lineup for this show. From the 1940s, I will talk about the uh, TV uh, anthology series, uh, Studio One. From the 1950s, I would talk about the television sitcom, The Life of Riley. From the 1960s would be the uh, TV drama, Mr. Novak. Uh, from the 1970s would be the television sitcom, A Touch of Grace. Also in 19 from the 1980s, I would talk about Mr. T, the animated series. From the 1990s would be the TV soap opera, Angel Falls. And from the 2000s, I would talk about the television sitcom, Happy family. So uh, that's an interesting list. And I will uh, touch base on those and talk about it, its beginnings and the cast of each show. But right now we're going to go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Chevrolet Chevette. <laughs> and uh, I remember this car very well. And uh, this is a commercial from 1979. And the spokesman that's in the commercial, you might recognize his voice. And I will reveal who it is after the commercial is played. So sit back and enjoy, everybody. Thank you. more foreign car prices go up, the more it pays to put your money in a Chevy Chevette. It's like money in the bank. Here's what makes it such a value. This Chevette four-door hatchback has standard white-stripe tires, body-side moldings, AM radio, sports steering wheel, console, reclining front bucket seats, and more. Yet Chevette is hundreds of dollars less than Toyota, Datsun, or VW Rabbit. Chevy Chevette. It's like money in the bank. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Shever, Chevy Chevette. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the man who is speaking in the commercial is none other than Peter Tamarkin. And you would know him as uh, he was the TV uh, game show host, Pressure Your Luck. Uh, I remember the show very well. Uh, he hosted the show for three years. That's how long the sh- show rang. Ran, not rang. <laughs> and uh, it aired on CBS from 1983 to 1986. Uh, I didn't watch the show much when it originally aired because uh, I was going to school at the time. I went to the Variety Institute of Technology in Chicago. And uh, I saw it on reruns uh, or, you know, my uh, on break most of the time, but I did catch it once in a while. But then, uh, later on, as years went by, and then on the game show network, I, I watched it religiously. I loved it with a whammy, you know, he was a good guy, you know, and unfortunately, he died in a plane crash. Uh, he was a pilot and uh, he was uh, the plane crash and his and he was killed with along with his second wife. So that's a shame. They have a new pr- pressure lock on ABC. Uh, with host Elizabeth banks she's very good I, I like the show but it's uh the difference between the uh this show that's airing currently and uh, then the one on CBS uh, was uh the CBS version was is a half hour show the new one is is an hour long show and they have the same format same uh whammies uh prizes are more uh There's more money, but they have a bonus round. So it's cut up. So the first half hour is like the uh, two rounds, like Elizabeth Banks were asked questions, just like Peter Tamarkin did, and then, um, no, and then in the second round they have whoever wins those uh, wins the game. The game goes to the bonus round, and they reach for they try to win a million dollars. But they, I think it's about three or four rounds, something like that. I've been watching the show, so it's. That's good. I, I like it. Okay, and as for the Chevy Chevette, uh, that uh, let's see, uh, the model years were from nineteen seventy six to nineteen eighty seven. It was a small car, and it had a it was a subcompact car, and it had a hatchback. And uh, after the, uh, that, started production right after the, Ch- the Chevrolet Vega. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> And uh, when I was in high school, I remember seeing this car, and I knew uh, I knew a girl from high school. She owned that car. You know, it was a nice brown one, you know, And it's kind of cool. Okay, now back to the show. Uh, I read up the I read off the lineup of today's episode, so we're going to get started. Okay, so from the ni- late 1940s, I'm going to talk about uh, Studio One. And that is the TV uh, drama anthology show. Uh, it's it's not rerun much, so uh, so I will talk about its beginning. And uh, so this show started on radio on CBS Radio in 1947, and it premiered on television on November 7, 1948 and ended on September 29th, 1958, on CBS. And it had a total of 467 episodes, and it ran for 10 seasons. Long time. And uh, it was also known by other names, not just Studio One. It was also known as Studio One in Hollywood, Studio One Summer Theater, Westinghouse Studio One, and Westinghouse Summer Theater. (laughs) a lot of identities. And... uh, It's sponsored by Westinghouse. I remember uh, their washing and dryers, their refrigerators, and during the commercial breaks, there was Betty Furness, and she advertised Westinghouse appliances. And I I remember the one blooper, I think it was, you know, this show was done live, and she tried to open the refrigerator door, and she couldn't. (laughs) But she was a charming lady. Yeah, very nice. And, uh, Let's see. Also, there were some famous uh, guest stars as well and uh, great shows. And uh, let's see. So each episode, like the first season ran for about 20 s- episodes. Then it increased in time. And the most, uh, in, from the 1950 to the 1951 season, it ran for 55 episodes. And uh, there was one episode of Twelve Angry Men, that's based on the I think the 1954-55 movie, and they had the um, they had the TV production. But uh, the second half of the production of the show it was considered lost. They couldn't find that. They only had the first part. But they did some. Uh, they discovered a complete epi- uh, a complete episode of the of that per, of the particular episode in kinescope that's how it was uh, aired back then and it was, and uh it was found in the home of late new york defense attorney and the later J- and judge samuel libowitz he just found it i don't know maybe they contacted him and said hey do you have a copy of this show and i go yeah and uh and now it's at the uh and uh I don't know if it's on YouTube or DVD, but it is at the museum. It's at the Paley Museum, I think. In I don't know New York or yeah, it's in New York or Los Angeles. So if you're in the if you're in town and you happen to stop by, watch it because uh, the movie was great. It was wonderful and uh, an interesting um, thing about uh, this show. Uh, I don't know if you remember the TV show Boston Legal that aired on ABC, and uh, that starred uh, William Shatner and uh, James Spader. And they show clips of a particular episode where it was called The Defender, and this aired on, uh, it was two parts. It was aired on February 25th, uh, 1957. The second part aired on March 4th, and it featured William Shatner and, and his father, played by Ralph Bellamy. And then also uh, they were defending a, uh, a young man. His he was accused of murder. He was played by Steve McQueen. And so they used the older show. They took the flashbacks of that show and aired it on that episode of Boston Legal. And it showed the uh, William Shatner's character in Boston Legal, Danny Crane. So it was trying his first case. That was I saw that. That was kind of cool. I like that. Okay. Right now, I'm going to play the theme song of Studio One. It also Westinghouse, so just uh, so sit back and enjoy. Okay, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Hey everyone i am back i hope you enjoyed the theme song for studio 1 uh, before i start on the second show i will talk about uh, there's one little tri- a piece of trivia about this show there was an episode called the laugh maker that aired on may 18 1953 and it starred jackie gleason and art carney and you know from the honeymooners and but this was a drama show and uh, jackie gleason played a uh, comedian and uh, R. Carney played a magazine uh writer, you know, he interviewed him. And um, this was a drama, this was like uh, you expect it. Ralph Crandom and Ed Norton <laughs> doing goofy stuff. No, this was a straight drama. I, I watched it the other day, I loved it, it was wonderful. But uh, you can't help yourself. I thought they're gonna do something goofy, you know, like uh, Jackie is throwing Norton out. Out of that room, no, that didn't happen. They were t- they were playing different characters, and it was fascinating to watch. It really was; it was wonderful. And uh, but if you're a honeymooners fan, or Jack- or Jackie Gleason, or, or a fan, watch this episode. You yeah, know, it's uh, very entertaining. Okay. Next up, I will talk about the nineteen fifty three series, The Life of Riley, and uh, this has an interesting history. Of this show and uh let's see so this premiered um let's see forgot about that yeah it premiered on january 2nd 1953 uh stopped airing on may 23rd 1958 it aired on nbc and it featured william bendix as uh jester a riley and uh the rest of the cast was marjorie runnell and, uh, she played Peg. Also, um, uh, there was also, uh, it was Wesley Morgan. He played Junior, of course. Uh, I forgot who played the daughter. I'll get to that in a second. And, uh, also, also in the cast was, uh, Gillis, you know, and, uh, that was a there were uh, his name uh, the actor's name was uh, Tom DeAndrea, so it wasn't. For, but I'll talk about the beginning of the show and you'll understand. You know the characters and uh, that ran a long time and it was very popular because uh, William Beck- Bendix was the original episode. I mean actor, excuse me, and uh, it ran for two hundred seventeen episodes and then it was rerun late, rerun later. And syndication, and it was sponsored by Paps Blue Ribbon Beer and then Gulf Oil and also Liver Brothers. Yeah, it's interesting. So, here's the beginning of the show. It started out as a rate on radio, and uh, it was it originally aired on the Blue Network, which was turned into ABC because there was a red network and a blue network on radio, and they aired, uh, aired for what, about about a year and a half, aired on, on the Blue Network. And then it moved over to NBC, and it aired from 19, from 1945 to 1951. So it was, it was a very popular show on radio. And uh, originally they wanted Groucho Marx to star in that, but he said, no, I don't want it. So they asked William Bendix to do the radio, and, uh, to do the radio show, and he was brilliant. And uh, the character Chester A. Riley was a wing riveter, and he worked at a uh, aircraft plant in California. And his famous catchphrase was, "What a revolting development this is." <laughs> he said that on television and on radio, and uh, that, and it was funny. Uh, if you're a comic book fan, and if you remember the Fantastic Four that starred Benjamin Benjamin Grimm, who played the Thing from the movies he said that same yeah he said that catchphrase uh, another supporting character on the radio and television show was digger Odell but uh I don't think he was in with the TV series with Chester, uh, Chester A. at Chester Raleigh no he was in the original which I'll get into that in a second and uh, he also made a movie of that too in 1949. Uh, that starred William Bendix. Now, the first TV series was uh, was starred Jackie Gleason, and that aired from October fourth, nineteen forty nine, to March twenty eighth. It also aired on NBC. Was, I had the show on DVD, and I watched it first time. Uh, it was a very good show. You noticed that Jackie Gleason was not very overweight. He was not. Uh, he, he's a little bit, but he, he looked very skinny. Compared to the honeymooners. And uh they asked William Bendix to uh to appear in the first TV show, but uh he had a contract dispute or something uh with a movie. So they, the studio would not let him to release him so he could start in the show because I think he had uh obligation to a movie, and so Jackie Gleason stepped in, but he he did star in one episode on the radio. You know, because William Bendix, I think he was sick one day, and so he, you know, was still in his shoes. And his wife uh, for Peg was uh, Rosemary DeCamp. Uh, Paula Winslow played a uh, wife, Peg, uh, on the radio. Oh, and then we have Babs, and that was Gloria Winters. Uh, she was the actress. And Chester Jr. was uh, Larry Reese. Okay. And Gillis was played by Sid Tomac. <laughs> He was a sneaky guy. He really is. And of course, uh, John Brown played uh, Digby o- uh, Odell. He was the Undertaker, the famous Undertaker. And uh, for some reason, it, dated, it, it uh, had 26 episodes, you know, that. But I will go into more about that for show uh, in a later podcast episode, you know, because that's interesting. And then when uh, William Bendix uh, took over the uh, the role in 1953, okay, and uh, let's see. Also, uh, there was also Gillis's wife and and Honeybee, and uh, that was played by Gloria Blondell, and she was the sister of actress Joan Blondell. Interesting. And uh, Digger O'Dell was not, like I said before, he was not in the second series. So, they got another actor. Uh, There was a recurring neighbor. His name was Waldo Benny, and he was played by Sterling Holloway, who did the voice of Winnie the Pooh. It was on the radio. So, right now, I'm going to play the theme song of The Life of Riley from 1953. So, sit back and enjoy your one. Thank you. William Bendy in The Life of Riley. With Marjorie Reynolds as Peg, Tom Deandrea as Gillis, Lou Jean Sanders as Babs, Wesley Morgan as Junior. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for uh, The Life of Riley. Uh, I failed to mention the who played Babs in the second TV series with William Bendix was Eugene Sanders she played her she didn't have much of a she didn't appear much on television and that she was famous for, for the world she's still alive uh, as far as I know also uh William Bendix he had a very uh he had a long career a lot of movies a lot of television uh, I think he, uh so he started his career like way in the 40s, and uh, I remember he did a pilot in the 60s and that was aired on the TV series Mr. Ed, and it, it was set in a resort, and it was funny <laughs> in that one, and uh, he passed away on December 14, 1964, and uh, that's a shame. So uh, he was a wonderful actor. I liked him. He really was, and uh, he was famous for his, I uh, uh, remember the 19, uh, uh, 1944 movie Lifeboat, and he played Gus, and uh, and uh, let's see, that was uh, that was a good movie. I've seen it a couple of times, and uh, I, I should watch more movies of him, I really would, and also his famous role was Babe Ruth on the Baby Ruth story that, um, that was made in 1948. I've seen the movie once. He was very good at that, you know, and uh, because he was a big, uh, because he was a bat boy at the, for the New York Yankees. <laughs> Interesting trivia, uh, you know, so he was a very versatile actor. Okay. Next up um, from the 1960s, I'm going to talk about Mr. Novak. And uh, this was you know, a lot of people remember his show, and I did too, and uh, so, and this ran for two seasons, aired on NBC, again, ran for sixty six, uh, had 60 episodes, and it starred Jan, James Franciscus, and uh, as John Novak, he was a uh, English teacher at Jefferson High School based in Los Angeles, and... Uh, And also starred Dean Jagger, and uh, he played the, he was Principal Albert Vane. And uh, so let's see, uh, so it was a very popular show, but it only ran for two seasons, I don't know why, maybe it was rating-wise, so it first aired on September 24th, 1963, and ended on April 27, 1965. And the, the show is on DVD. They only released the first season. I don't know what's going on with the second because I hate that <laughs> because that's the same situation is like the flying nun. They have three seasons. They they released two seasons from Sony pictures. The third one. No, we're waiting. <laughs> and so he was, uh, so John Novak was an English teacher at this high school and uh, he would, and they dealt uh, a lot of topics. And some were very, uh, you know, very uh, cutting-edge themes like that, like racial discrimination, uh, kids cheating on uh, final exams. There was all anti-Semitism, uh, alcoholism, dropouts, drug abuse, and political extremists, just like today. That <laughs> still exists like that. And I had a lot of... Uh, let's see also a lot of uh, a lot of guest stars a lot of guest stars and there were so many so i'm not gonna read all of them but uh one that stood out was tony dow and he started in the show right after leave it to beaver he he appeared in a few episodes and i saw a a, one episode on youtube i believe and he was good to me he was wally cleaver that's what he was and uh it was funny (laughs) So I'm going to play the theme song right now. Uh, Before I do, there's one other thing. Um, No, I will talk about that after I play the theme song. So here's the theme song for Mr. Novak. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the uh, theme song for Mr. Novak. Um, uh, Dean Jagger did not stay through the entire show. Uh, He left the series after 44 episodes. I don't know why, and uh, I couldn't find anything. And uh, the new principal was played by Burgess Meredith, also known as the Penguin from the Batman series wonderful actor. He played Martin Woodridge and he was there for b- the last 17 episodes. Not much. So I don't know. Maybe that caused a, I hope not. I hope it didn't cause the show to be canceled. <laughs> so there was also an assistant vice president, Jean Pagano, and uh, that aired in the second season It was played by actress Jean Ball. And, uh, she was a model and, uh, she was there, she was there for for you know for a few uh, most a few episodes as well. Now Jan, James Franciscus had a very interesting career. His first major role was in the half hour version of the TV series The Naked City. When I went to an hour show, but he was only in the, the first year, and then he started in a lot of shows: Twilight Zone, America, uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Uh, combat and then uh, he started another series called long street that aired from 1971 to 1972 on abc and it starred uh bruce lee he was in the show i would talk about that show someday that'd be very that'd be interesting and then unfortunately he passed away on july 8th 1991 he was age 57 so yeah but every time you watch a tv show he was there you would recognize you would see the face it was him You know, just a a lot of famous actors. So um, Mr. Novak was not syndicated much. So it just went into TV oblivion. It was gone. Luckily, we have the DVD and there's episodes on YouTube to watch. I hope they release a second one, the second season. I hope so. We can only hope. Okay. Next up. From the 1970s, uh, it's a C- uh, TV sitcom, A Touch of Grace, that starred uh, the wonderful actress Shirley Booth, <laughs> and who's known as as Hazel. So this was her second sitcom, and uh, aired on ABC from January 20th to April 21st, 1973. You had a good cast. Uh, she played Grace Simpson. Um, her boyfriend was J. Patrick O'Malley. Uh, you would see him in a lot of TV shows. He was a funny man. He played Herbert Morrison. I remember her on Maud. He was great in that. And also Warren Berlinger or Berlinger uh played Walter Bradley. And uh also Marion Mercer played Myra Bradley. And uh that played her daughter. And uh Warren Ber- Berlinger is uh he was Milton Berle's nephew. And Mary and Mercy, you remember her from Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, also and uh, also from the, the 1980 movie Nine to Five. She played Franklin Hart's wife, and uh, she was good in that. Also, uh, the uh, the TV sitcom Touch of Grace was based on a TV series called For the Love of Ada, and uh, the... For for Touch of Grace, I only ran for one season, thirteen episodes, and uh, I remember watching this show when it originally aired. Uh, how old was I? Uh, I was about nine when it aired, and I remember it was on, uh, aired on Wednesday nights. And it moved to Saturdays, and then then it got canceled. And uh, I loved the show; it was wonderful. Uh, Shirley Booth was a delight; show always has been, and uh, it was it was great. And, uh, let's see. So, uh, the only, uh, I couldn't find the theme song of that show. So I found the luckily there's a clip on YouTube. I downloaded it and it's on the program. So I'm going to play that now and you would hear, uh, Shirley Booth and J. Patrick O'Malley speaking. So that's the only thing I have. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you. so early today well i shouldn't bother you when you're working but i'll only stay for a few minutes oh you stay as long as you want i was about to quit anyway okay everyone i'm back i hope you enjoyed the clip uh shirley booth uh she's famous for hazel uh you know she had a very uh long career on stage she did a few movies uh, of course famous for come back little Sheba." i love that movie she did that on stage uh I forgot who played her husband on the stage. I think it's Cecil Kellaway, I think his name. Uh, but in the movie version was Bert Lancaster, and uh, he's a good. He was a good actor, but it seemed wrong. I don't know. That was bizarre. But he was great in the movie. Yeah, and she was as well. But you know, Touch of Grace was. It was a very charming show, very engaging. Uh, you know, I wish they put this on DVD. I would buy it in an instant. You know, because I have Hazel on DVD. I watch it at times, and it's also on. TV, you know, reruns. So that would be great. That would be part of the Shirley Booth TV collection. <laughs> so you never know. I, d- I doubt that any copies uh, survived. <laughs> so we'll see. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Mr. T, the animated series. Oh, boy. <laughs> this one, I remember it. <coughs> Excuse me. Mr. T starred of course Mr. T from the uh, television series A team. Uh, this was a Saturday morning Saturday morning cartoon series excuse me that aired from uh, September 17 1983 and uh, ended October 19 1985 ran for three seasons 30 episodes and uh, it's, the plot was Mr. T was a coach to a gymnastics team. And the characters were Jeff, Woody, Robin, and Kim. And they traveled around the world and involved in uh, mysteries like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That's what it was. And uh, the funny thing is, at the beginning of each episode, Mr. T himself uh, appeared and explained uh, what the episode's all about. And at the end of the episode, he narrated a moral lesson of that. So that was, uh, he was very dedicated <laughs> on this show. You know, every time I look at him, I start laughing at him. I don't know why. He's a, he, he's a charming guy. And, uh, you know, he has a menacing look. You know, I remember him where he played in Rocky Three. He was excellent, you know, as Clubber. I think that's his name. was. I, I seen the movie in the theater a long time ago. I haven't seen it since, but he was wonderful. And uh, so let's see. So I remember this very well i didn't watch much of it of the of the show but uh so yeah i've seen this on the news sometimes they do a parody of the show and and, then and he was interviewed on the show uh on the news one time about the cartoon series and i remember he said he he enjoyed it he he really did also one of the voices on the on the cartoon was actor Phil Lamar, and uh, he was famous for his uh, role in the comedy series Mad TV. I remember that. It was funny in that. Okay, so right now I'm going to play the introduction of Mr. T, the cartoon series, and you would hear him speaking in the beginning. And uh, the theme song's about over a minute, so uh, but it's memorable. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you. It's the mystery. On my show, the best show, Mr. T. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Mr. T. Uh, that uh, that show went into reruns on U.S. Cartoon Express. You Remember that? That was from the late 80s to early 90s. They showed a lot of cartoons on that network. And then it aired on Boomerang. And uh, I don't know if it's on... D- yeah, it's on DVD. Uh, I think the first season, I believe, uh, uh, as far as I know. And... Uh, Mr. T is a very interesting guy. <laughs> he was born in Chicago, and uh, his real name is Lawrence Terode. And uh, he was famous for his role in the eight um, TV series A-Team, SBA Baracus. Remember that? Also Clubber Lane and Rocky Three, in the 1982 movie. And uh, he had his famous uh, mohawk and his, uh, his famous catchphrase was, I pity the fool. <laughs> I love that. He's a wonderful guy. I, I like it. He was a bouncer back then. <laughs> Man. So uh, I've seen him on television lately. I, I don't think he does much acting now, but he's he's fabulous. He was wonderful. And uh, he played, he was in one movie uh, that he played Mr. T. It was called DC Cab, and that was in 1983, but uh, <laughs> I saw the movie. It wasn't good, but I liked him. It was great. And uh, so uh, he's a very famous 80s figure. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. All right. Next up, from the 1990s, we have the TV uh, soap opera Angel Falls. And this was short-lived. And I remember this show very well. So uh, this, star, uh, this uh, aired on CBS. It uh, first aired on August 26, 1993. Excuse me. And it's September 30th, 1993, so it was very short. It was about a month, you know. It had only six episodes, but it was a good show. And uh, this was based on Angel, the town of Angel Falls in Montana. I, I think it's fictional. It's not that. And uh, it, the character's name, uh, Ray, uh, the character, Ray Dawn Snow, was played by Chelsea Field, and she co- and returns... Uh, uh, to town, and she meets up an old flame, and she brings her sixteen uh, year old son. And uh, based on the show, it was based on the relationships between three families: the Snows, the Larson's and the Harrisons. And it had a great cast. What I just said before, so I'm going to read off the name. so you would remember. You would remember, and it was amazing, you know. And uh, it starred Chelsea Field. And. Uh, Peggy Lipton from Mod Squad, and Grace Zabriskie. Uh, that's good uh, because uh, those two actresses appeared on Twin Peaks, in the nineteen ninety series. You know, you have uh, Norma Jennings and uh, Sarah Palmer <laughs> together. Also, Cassidy Ray. She was from Models Inc. I remember her. Also, there was uh, Kim Cattrall. She was in the show, you know, from Sex in the City. Also, Gene Simmons, famous uh, Hollywood actress, Brian Kerwin. I remember him from Roseanne. Also, James Brolin. He was in the show, you know. And uh, also, let's see who else. Uh, there was also Jeremy London. I think I remember him from Party of Five. You know, and he was in the Seventh Heaven. And he started in Mall Rats. Remember that movie? Yeah. Okay, and uh, it was a good show. I I watched it, and uh, I was disappointed when it ended. You had the soap opera fix, and uh, you're waiting for the next week, you know, waiting for next week, what's going to happen. And uh, it uh, ended with a cliffhanger, but I I think it ended, uh, you know, ended the show like that. It's been a while. Uh, The show's on YouTube if you care to watch. So I'm going to play the theme song of Angel Falls right now. It's a beautiful theme song. It really is. And it reminds me, you know, like Twin Peaks. They show the the scenery of the town. But this wasn't spooky. It's just nice. So here is the theme song of Angel Falls. Okay, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Angel Falls. Uh, here's a little trivia about Chelsea Field, uh, the main, uh, this, the actress that uh, she was like the main cast member of the show. Uh, she was a solid gold dancer, and then she went into uh, uh, the first starring role was. Was on Airwolf that starred uh Jan Michael Vincent and Ernest Borgnine, and then she played Tila in the film ad- adaptation of Masters of the Universe. <laughs> and then, uh, her next uh other TV role that she's well known on was uh NCIS New Orleans. Yeah, she's in that show, and uh, her husband is Scott Bakula. Actor Scott Bakula, and uh he's famous for his role in Quantum Leap and they've been together for a long time. So she was uh she was a busy lady. Very <laughs> pretty, pretty, very pretty lady. Let's see. Uh, hopefully this sh- I doubt the show uh Angel Falls will be released on DVD. Uh I would buy it, but nah, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> so that's that all right our last show i'm going to talk about is happy family oh boy i remember this and it was american sitcom aired on nbc and aired from september 29 2003 to april 20 2004 and a good cast ran for one season 22 episodes and it starred uh, john Larroquette and christine Baransky. And uh, the plot of the show was uh, they were looking forward to for some downtime, you know, to be alone because all the kids left home and they become, they're they going to be empty nesters. But then uh, things happen uh, like their youngest son uh, flunks out of community college and he, he returns home. And then their eldest son uh, dumps his fiancée about uh, before the wedding. And then they had her daughter. And uh, their daughter, Sarah, played by Melanie Paxson, has a successful career, but uh, she can't keep a man. So she talks, she has a parrot. So, you know, that's what's pl- a plot because uh, the parents, you know, they want the kids out, but they won't leave because of uh, circumstances like that. And uh, John Larkin and Christine Baranski played Peter and Nanny Brennan. That's her character's name. I watched the show, and I liked it. It was funny. It was very uh, – John Larkin is the funniest man – one of the funniest men I like. I loved him in like, Night Court, and he had his own show, The John Larkin Show remember that that was a theme song sang by david cassidy and uh it was great you know and so uh i'm gonna play the theme song of happy family when i come back i'll give a little trivia about christine baranski okay so so here is the theme song of happy family sit back and enjoy everyone thank you <laughs> Okay, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Happy Family. Uh, here's a little trivia about Christine Baranski. Uh, we she was a stage actress. Uh, no, she did movies not much. Uh, she appeared in soap operas, All My Children, Another World. She's best known as Marilyn Mary Thorpe on the CBS sitcom Sybil, with starred Sybil Shepard. and that that aired for three years and. Uh, she won an Emmy Award on the show for, uh, for that uh, role as Marion Thorpe. Uh, there was friction between her and, Syb- and Sybil Shepard. I don't know the whole story, but that's what I heard. And, it, <laughs> you know, that was another time. And uh, interesting enough, this is what I found out a while back. She starred on The Brady Bunch. And uh, when when I watched The Brady Bunch in the 70s and later on in the reruns, and uh, I didn't know it was her, she started in the famous episode where the girls had their summer party in the house, and uh, the boys were playing tricks on them. And uh, Marsha got in trouble uh, because she drew a picture um... Yeah, she drew a picture. Or she made fun of a uh, of a teacher, and she got in trouble with uh, with the principal, played by E.G. Marshall, who starred with Robert Reed and The Defenders. And uh, one of the girls that was in the summer party was Ruthie, and that was played by Christine Baranski, and she had dark hair. But when you look at her face, it was her. I never knew that. I never knew. And uh, but she. So she uh, so Marsha Brady drew the picture and then uh, Ruthie wrote the remark about the teacher, and that was a famous one. And uh, that was uh, that's a classic episode. I love that. <laughs> Another famous actress was in The Brady Bunch and one episode was Rita Wilson, you know, Tom Hank's wife. and, and her name was Pat, I believe, and she was trying out for a cheerleader with Marcia, uh, with Marsha Brady. You know, so that's that's pretty good okay uh that's all for the show uh I will do a recap right now of what I discuss so here we go uh from the from 1948 I talked about the TV uh drama th- anthology series studio one from 1953 the TV sitcom the life of Riley from 1963 uh the TV drama Mr Novak from the 19, uh, from 1973, the TV sitcom *Touch of Grace*, starring Shirley, Bo- Shirley Booth. From the 1980s, the uh, animated TV series *Mr. T*. Also from the 19, from 1993, the short-lived uh, television serial *Angel Falls*, and also in two, 2003, the TV sitcom *Happy Family*. Okay, that was fun. That was fun. Um, I will have another episode soon. Uh, this episode will be published and uh, whatever uh, podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also will be published on my uh, YouTube channel, TV Oblivion. It will be there uh, probably this afternoon, so you have to wait. Uh, it takes time to do all that. And uh, I had a lot of fun. I really did. You can also listen to my other podcast, Chicago Land Stories. That's my big one. That's also available from where what I mentioned, <laughs> where her podcasts are available. I will do another I will do an episode of Chicago Land Stories tomorrow, probably, or Tuesday, we'll see. Okay, so this is Pika Constantine, your host of TV Oblivion and the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I enjoyed it. And uh right now uh, this is the ending theme song, the pick and pluck song. <laughs> so uh, that's fun <laughs> like that. So uh, hope to see, hope to hear from you soon and enjoy uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. <music>